Hi, good afternoon, and welcome Ray Dove with Remax Eastside Brokers Inc. here in Bellevue, Washington. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope your family, friends, coworkers are all safe and healthy. Lots of new things rattling around here in the real estate world, so I thought I'd touch upon a little of each today in this week's podcast. Going through an article in the Seattle Times today, Sunday, August 2nd of 2020. Big article about a great mortgage rate if you can get it. So right now, 30-year fixed rate mortgages are like 2.95%. 15 is about 2.5% on a 15-year mortgage. The challenges now are the lenders are making it a little bit harder to qualify for these type of low interest rate loans. They're fearful, of course, Baden's and being stuck with these loans down the road, although we haven't seen that yet. I've chatted about, talked about in previous podcasts, if you are looking to buy a home today, go get totally pre-approved, pre-approved with your lender, meaning that your credit's been approved, your income, and your assets, so that you are in the best possible position to buy because you're going to need to be approved for financing not pre-qualified, not someone just looked at your file, but go get fully underwriter approval. And it'll just be subject to an appraisal on the home and subject to the title being clear and free of what we call defects and liens or anything like that. But it's very imperative if you want to take advantage of these low interest rates. Lenders are requiring 20% down in most cases. If you're looking for a jumbo loan, which we've talked about before, a million dollar home or two million dollar home, you're going to have to make up the difference in down payment if you want a really good rate and if you uh, had uh, excellent credit because the banks are holding off. A lot of banks, not all of them, are holding off on doing jumbo home loans. So that's why it's imperative to talk to the lender. If you don't know of a lender, you want uh, uh, suggestion or two or three feel free to email me or call me text me and i'll be more than happy to put you in front of a couple of lenders uh, but uh, and i'll give you that information at the end of my podcast now once you get approved for financing of course and you know the price range you you want to look in do know that we still have a very robust real estate market here in the Puget sound area in fact it's that way in several areas throughout the country where we have less inventory and home and so therefore with more people in the in the marketplace trying to take advantage of the low interest rates we're having bidding wars on homes we're seeing homes sell for anywhere from 20 to a hundred thousand dollars or more above the asking price depending upon the situation and the price range as an example looking at week ending July 26 and RMLS we had about 1800 and 83 pending sales, that means homes they have sold, they're going through the escrow process in 2019. This year we have 2,489 pending sales, which is great, sales are up. But when we look at homes that went on the market, what we call new listings, it shows in 2019 we had 2,431 homes go on the market. This year we have 2,300 homes go on the market, week ending July 26th. So, we're selling more homes, but we've got less homes going on the market. Week ending August 2nd, it seems to be following the same trend. Our pending sales in 2019 were 1,799. This year, they're 2,363. But the new inventory, homes going on the market again, in 2019, we had 2,090. And this year, 2,274. So we're 
for selling more than what's coming on the market. And in a good real estate market, we might normally see six, 7,000 properties on the market at any one given time. And here we are with 2,200 homes in, in King County in our MLS. I mean, when you consider that the population in the state of Washington is 7.6 million, in King County, it's 2.3 million. And I'm not even including numbers with regards to Snohomish County and Pierce County. So when you look at the inventory and sales is greatly diminished. So if a home comes in the market and you, the buyer, and the marketplace thinks it's a good value, you're going to run up to lots of competition. So be prepared. And then lastly, I thought I'd share a little bit today. Uh, we've got new mandates by our governor. Governor Inslee has extended the Safe Start proclamation and the eviction moratorium. So if you're a landlord, or if you're renting a home, there's different mandates that are going on, and you should be aware of those mandates when it comes and pertains to real estate. I'm not going to go read the whole mandates that's out there, but I'm just going to give you a brief uh, reading of what's been put out there. So he's put in his mandate, tenants, residents, and renters who are not materially affected by COVID-19 should and must continue to pay rent or their mortgage payments to avoid unnecessary and avoidable economic hardship to landlords, property owners, and property managers. He goes on to say that he's also ordered that courts should begin to hear non-emergency civil matters. So even though there are some foreclosure homes going on, there aren't many, not yet anyway, there may not be any, but right now as I watch the foreclosed properties, on a couple of sites that I'm on, a lot of these foreclosures in the process are being canceled. So they're, they're not, the courts aren't dealing with those right now. But now they're going to start hearing some of those non-emergency civil matters. But you know, they're backlogged. They've got a lot of stuff on their plate. Washington State Legislature has established a housing assistance program. RCW is 43.185. That it is in the public interest to establish a a continuously renewable resource known as the Housing Trust Fund and Housing Assistance Program to assist low and low-income citizens in meeting their basic housing needs. If you need help, I would Google that and look for additional resources to help you if you're in a in a situation where you need the extra help. There is a temporary moratorium on evictions and related actions that will reduce housing instability. Know that, so if you're a landlord, that can be problematic if you're trying to make your obligations and your your tenants are not paying the rent. Uh, there are certain rules and provisions you must follow as a landlord. He's got under here under RCW 43.06.220, subparagraph one, subparagraph H, to help preserve and maintain life, health, property, or the public peace, except where federal law requires otherwise, effective immediately and until October 15, 2020, he prohibits the following activities. Landlords, property owners, and property managers are prohibited from serving or enforcing or threatening to serve or enforce any notice requiring a resident to vacate any dwelling or parcel land occupied as a dwelling, including but not limited to an eviction notice, notice to pay or vacate, Notice of unlawful detainer, notice of determination of rental, or notice to comply or vacate. And another subparagraph says landlords, property owners, or property managers are prohibited from seeking or enforcing or threatening to seek or enforce judicial eviction orders involving any dwelling or parcel land occupied as a dwelling unless the landlord, property owner, or property manager attaches an affidavit 
attesting that the action is necessary to respond to significant and immediate risk to the health, safety, or property of others created by the resident. There's other provisions within this. I highly encourage you, if you're a landlord, to get your hands on this RCW law. Look at it so you know what your roles are. He goes on to say that the local law enforcement are prohibited from serving, threatening to serve, or otherwise acting on eviction orders, affecting any dwelling or parcel land occupied as a dwelling. Landlords, property owners, or property managers are prohibited from assessing or threatening to assess late fees for the non-payment or late payment of rent or other charges related to the dwelling. So there's some significant things that you need to be aware of if you're a landlord. You do have some landlord rights. I'm not a lawyer. I couldn't tell you what to look for to ask for, but I would certainly encourage you to get your hands on the new mandates. As your tenant, you too have got some rights, and you should get copies of the mandates as well. Certainly, if you're in a position to pay your monthly rent, you should pay your monthly rent. If you're not, my advice to everyone here is have communication with one another. I know it's a tough time for everybody, but if you can't make your rent payment, or your house payment, talk to your landlord, talk to your lender so that everyone knows what's going on and no one's left in the dark. It doesn't feel good when people aren't communicating. This is just kind of a brief thing. If you want more information or exactly what the RCW law is, you want more information on interest rates and how you could take advantage of them or lenders that you would like to talk to to get pre-approved, formally approved for financing, I'd be more than happy to... Uh, help you with all of that information so it will empower you to make a good decision is what you want to do for yourself and for your family. You can reach me at raydovremax, that's R-A-Y-D-O-V-E-R-E-M-A-X at gmail.com. You're also welcome to call or text me at 425-681-8630. You can also visit my website and that's raydove.com. All my other podcasts are there too. There's all kinds of helpful hints and suggestions on how to prepare your home for sale, how to position yourself to buy a home, ideas and thought processes on building inspections and the processes of buying land if you're looking to buy land. Have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And I'll keep you updated about every week, week and a half, week, 10 days on the most current events that are transpiring in the real estate market in hopes that it will help you in your search for a home or in your efforts to sell your current home. Have a great week.